Hey guys, welcome to the Epidemic Builder Podcast. My name is Adewale Adejumo. Hi, I'm Adewale Adejumo. I build businesses and I also teach people how to take control of their lives. You are listening to the Epilogue Buddha Podcast where I'll be bringing you some of the best personal growth mentors and entrepreneurs on the planet and they will be sharing the best ideas on personal growth for mind, body, spirit and work. A word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by dropstore.co.za. If you want to start an online e-commerce business, Dropstore helps you create an online website and it helps you find products from suppliers to sell on your online store, add them to your online store and ship them directly to your customers easily. You will never have to pay upfront for an inventory, which keeps your risks very low. Visit dropstore.co.za to find products or to distribute your products to the thousands of resellers on the platform. Use Dropstore to start and grow your online business today. Today, we'll be talking about how to stop overthinking and start living. And this was a topic that an audience, that some of of the people in my audience on Instagram have asked me to cover. So I looked for the best experts on the topic to come and give you guys insights on how to stop overthinking and living a happy life. So before we move forward, if you are new to this podcast and you would like to to reap the benefits from future life improving episodes like this don't forget to subscribe and pop me a message on my instagram to let me know what topic you would like us to cover in future episodes so today i'm joined by guest speaker tracy dube tracy is a transformation life coach she's a founder of positive minds africa and she helps people to to people to communicate with ease and confidence to achieve any of your personal and professional goals so that you can excel at work and at home. Tracy is the person you want to talk to when you need help to manage your stress, when you're experiencing burnout, and when you're feeling overwhelmed. Because I know a lot of us are feeling overwhelmed. It is it is close to the end of the year, and we've been so busy chasing our goals. Tracy, welcome to the Apple Buddha Podcast. How are you doing today? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's a pleasure. Thank you for agreeing to come and share your knowledge with us on Aflac Buddha. So Tracy, um, just tell me, tell me a little bit about like, how did you jump into becoming a transformation coach? It's actually an interesting one because my background is communication. So I've worked in corporate for over 12 years in communications and I've worked with different brands, really exciting brands, F&B, KPMG, the likes of Microsoft, etc. And I just got to a point where I felt like I needed more. I felt like there was a void that I needed to fill and I went out in search of what that fulfillment looks like and I ran across life coaching. (laughs) I came across life coaching through reading a book. It it was an intentional journey for me. So I was quite intentional about discovering what my purpose is. And that's how I I landed in, in life coaching. And then I did the research. I did the training. And the more I did it, I was just like, this is what I should be doing. This this is what I'll be doing for the rest of my life. So that's how I became a transformational life coach. I left my comfortable corporate job um, and the bonuses uh, to do this really full time to change people's lives in this in this positive way. 
That's, that, that is amazing. You know, one word you mentioned there is intentional. And that is one word I need everyone else that's listening right now, you that's listening right now, to keep in mind when it comes to overthinking because you have to be intentional about wanting to stop overthinking because overthinking is exhausting because when we overthink, our thoughts run in circles around our heads and we find ourselves stuck in reverse, unable to move forward. And also we start coming up with bizarre ideas that totally contradict each other because, and sometimes we get excited and then sad, and then we start blaming ourselves for things that we didn't do and worrying about scenarios that may or may not happen. And I know the feeling, and I know that that's, that, that it, it is very draining. So you have worked with your clients. You mentioned that your clients are like, you know, you know that, that, that a lot of your clients are overthinkers. What is a typical overthinker like? Mm. A typical overthinker is someone who constantly, you know, you, you, you put it right when you just, when you said worry about things that haven't even happened. And an overthinker is someone who is constantly playing scenarios of how things will pan out. So they are constantly thinking and spending too much time thinking of why, what might happen and they worry about what might happen. And that's really what an overthinker does. Almost everyone is an overthinker, to be quite honest with you. You get to a point, there is some stage or a moment in your life where you overthink. But when it comes to the point where you are unable to make decisions or decisive actions, take decisive actions, then it becomes a problem. Or when you get to a point where you do make decisions, but even after making the decisions, you're just constantly thinking, oh my gosh, is it the right decision? Did I make the right decision? Do that? Did I do the right thing? And there are scenarios as well where something has happened and you constantly playing it back and you're like, I should have responded this way. You know, at a performance review, one of my clients has, has had this experience, a performance review with the boss. And after the review, you know, she's like, I should have said this. I should have said that. I'm like, it's, it's, it happened. It's happened. The event has either happened or it's still going to happen. So we worry about what has already taken place or we worry about what is yet to take place. And mostly 90% of the time, and this is based on research, 90% of the time, what we worry about might not even. So that's what an overthinker is. It's, it's getting to a point, you know, then you have analysis paralysis where you're just overanalyzing everything. So, so that's what overthinking is all about. And what causes people to overthink? Like, what is the symptom? Well, what, what, yeah, what causes it? Mm, generally, it's anxiety. So it is, it, it's uh-huh. the fear of making the wrong decision. And so you feel anxious that, what if I, I make the wrong decision? What if I've done the wrong thing? It's generally anxiety. It's also a lack of self-confidence. So when you don't believe in your abilities to make the right decision, or to do the right thing, to do the right action, the right behavior, it could be that as well. So confidence plays a huge role in this. Other people, it's anxiety. Other people, it's really a lack of confidence and not feeling and believing in their capabilities and their strengths to face a situation, to take a decision. Now you mentioned fear. And I read somewhere that if you're someone that that experiences a lot of fear in your life, that you should try doing activities that are naturally scary. Like for example, jumping out of a plane. Like that can that can sort of like <laughs> that's 
is a way for you to sort of like face a fear or do or you know jump doing going going bungee jumping. Do those do those things actually help? Do they assist people with you know in terms of facing their fear and improve their overthinking or lessening it? Yeah. So it to improve your overthinking, definitely the doing is a part of it. So the more you do the more you realize that hey actually it's it's not that bad i can do this and it builds your confidence to just keep doing with fear you know fear is just such a a, a weird thing because you can do those things that are fearful like jumping off the plane <laughs> or bungee jumping you could try those things and if they work that's great but often i like to tell my clients to face their fears and which is it which is aligned to to what you just said mm. whatever your fear is don't run away from it so pay attention to what is that fear and that allows you to look at what is it trying to show you because when we run away from our fears really what's happening is we are ignoring them it's sort of like you know when there's something un under the carpet and you're just like ah it's going to go away it's going to go away until you really bring it to the surface so fear by facing your fears you have to understand what is this fear trying to to show you what is it what is the message what do you need to pay attention to here because sometimes it could be protecting you from something and then you deal with that if you don't know what the problem is you won't be able to solve it so by facing your fear and looking at what is this trying to show me what am i supposed to be learning here what what am i supposed to be reading into this and then from there you decide actually maybe the problem is not so much that it's fear maybe the problem is that this fear is trying to protect me from exposing myself and you know it's trying to protect me from failing then you know this is what you're dealing with so the problem is not so much that you're scared to put your your video on social media the fear is is more to do with it's protecting you from failing and and now the problem is not the video that you are going to post on social media the problem now is the fear of failing and that's what you need to tackle where does that come from why is it there how can we get how can we lessen this uh, treat it treat this problem so that we understand going forward this is what we need to do so that's really what by facing your fear that's what it means you know i can imagine someone listening to this and going well what about the fear of rejection tracy <laughs> how do, how do i deal with that because yeah. for you know for a lot of people in their relationship life it's often the fear of rejection that causes a lot of people to overthink and also sometimes it's like when I listen to some people and they're overthinking, it's often the fear of them getting hurt or some trump, some you know, them being hurt in the past and them imagining that hurts happening again. How does one deal with that? Mm. The first step is to realize where does that fear come from. That's the first step. So there is no child that is born with a fear of rejection. No one is born into this world fearing rejection because. You have to experience it for it to become a fear. And so the first step is to understand where does the fear of rejection come? Mm. Maybe if you trace it back, then you can think, okay, maybe when I was a child, my father left me. I'm sorry to use examples because it's common, but um, 
maybe my dad left me and maybe my dad rejected me. And then once you tackle that, understanding where it comes from, then you are able to deal with the problem and you are able to change the story. How, what, what impact does that have on my work? What impact does that have on my value? What is the story that I now need to start believing about myself to get over this fear? Because if you don't change that, then you're going to keep going through the same thing. You know, you, you get to a relationship at work, whatever the case may be, and you just hit that wall. And so by dealing with it and understanding, oh, this is what it comes from. Now, what, what is my worth? What is my value? How does that affect, affect my worth and who I am, my self-esteem? Then you try to get to the root of that. Because once you start changing, really it's about changing your story and changing what you believe about yourself. Anything that you do in life is determined by your beliefs. Your beliefs determine the efforts that you put in. And the efforts that you put in will give you the results. And those results will always match the belief. And so if you believe that I will be rejected, what, are, what action are you going to put in whatever it is that you need to do? You're going to have a little bit of space for rejection. <laughs> exactly. You're going to leave space gonna, for rejection? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 And you're not going to go. Mm -hmm. You're not going to go all in. And then yeah. what results are you going to get? Those results that you will get, then you will say, oh, but I knew it. The and at the end of the day, as well, I just believe that, guys, rejection is rejection. It's a part of life. It, um, you won't die when you get rejected. I mean, for me, the one question I always ask myself whenever um, I'm about to feel stressed or even have a fear of rejection is ask myself, but am I going to die? You know, and the answer is always no. So I just go for it because you always miss every single shot that you don't make. So, yeah. Yeah. And, I want to ask you last question. How do I stop overthinking? Okay, cool. So there are five things that you can do. Probably more, but five things that I highly recommend. The first one is to limit your decision-making time. So for small things like what to wear, what to eat, where to eat, what should I put on the email, the text to a friend, those small things you need to limit uh, your decision-making time. So anything more than five minutes is way too much. So set a timer. If it's small things, trivial things, set a timer, five minutes max, I make the decision, I do it, I send it, I post it, whatever the case may be. For life-changing decisions, that can take a little bit longer. It's okay for it to take a little bit longer. And that's why I said almost everyone gets to a point where they overthink something. So for instance, buying a home, is not something that you can decide in a, a snap of a finger or investing. That's not something that you can make a decision on in five minutes. However, even those things have times as well. So, you know, when it comes to buying a home, if you're going to take an entire month to decide whether to put an offer, guess what? Someone else is going to come through and put an offer in that home that, that you wanted because you were overthinking whether, whether, what will happen, blah, blah, mm. blah. So even those life-changing decisions also have an impact in terms of they also have timelines. So you need to just gauge that. The second thing is to focus on the positive outcome of your decision or your action. So for example, mm. if I say, you, you know, often we worry about, like you mentioned earlier, we worry about things that won't even happen. 
So if I speak up, for example, I might stumble over my words. That might be, you know, what you're overthinking. But what if you don't stumble on your words? What would be the positive outcome of you speaking up? Maybe the positive outcome could be my boss will finally realize I have a voice and I can use it. Oh, my colleagues can actually realize that I'm smart and I've got ideas to share. So focus on the positive outcome of whatever it is that that you're going to 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 do or the action or the decision instead of the negative self-talk mm-hmm. what is the positive i just want to add to that as well because mm-hmm. it's also like it's also aligning your energy as well with with what you want to with your vision okay and aligning those two and you know visualizing the the outcome that you want from an action that you're going to take and often more times than none you actually end up getting that positive outcome and yeah absolutely absolutely i'm all about positive thoughts positive talk positive action because really it does it does get us the results that we want and the next one would be to challenge your thoughts by asking better questions so start asking better questions if for example you're overthinking should i go on holiday and the thoughts that are on your mind is what if i run out of money or what if i get covid the questions you should be asking yourself are what if i have fun or what if i come back rejuvenated and relaxed so start asking better questions and you know the other common ones as well is other common wrong questions that we ask ourselves what if i fail that's a common one what, what if, if i, I fail? die <laughs> what if i die <laughs> but what if you don't what if you succeed mm. what if you succeed and my personal favorite um you touched on this earlier on my personal favorite what and, and this helps me to stop overthinking and this is probably why i don't overthink is what's the worst that could happen mm. honestly what's the worst that exactly. could happen really yep and when you when you when you ask that question you realize that the answer is i mean psh, it, it's, it's not that not bad yeah. it's not that bad it's not I'm that bad die. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly and the, the fourth one for me is to live in the present moment so this one is is a big one for me because i personally struggled in this area you know my mind is constantly thinking my mind is constantly brainstorming and working it's constantly active as an entrepreneur i'm sure you can relate to this when you go to bed at night sometimes your mind doesn't sleep immediately it doesn't rest i have a routine like you know so i've got like a meditation meditation tip that plays that helps me with getting to sleep so i've managed to sort of like i've managed to improve that part of my life so i don't overthink when i go to bed exactly exactly and a lot of people don't know this a lot of people don't know this i struggled with this for a while and uh, now those practices actually help me so living in the present moment being present by that i mean being here and now so practicing mindfulness just being aware of your surroundings and your senses what do you see what do you smell what do you taste what do you what do you touch so being aware of your senses brings that it activates that mindfulness and it allows you to be present in the moment because the problem is with overthinking we are either dwelling on the past or we are 
stressing about the future. And so by being present in the moment, it allows you to really focus on the here and now. Mindfulness, practicing mindfulness, meditation. Meditation is actually a even great just, way. It's been proven even just breathing, stage. even just breathing and just and just paying attention to your breath helps you become a lot more mindful and helps you become a lot more present. And yes. that helps a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the last one is to seek professional help. So if you find that these tools are not working and any other tools that, that you've tried before, if you find that you're just constantly overthinking and to a point where you're feeling anxious all the time, then I would say seek professional help. So you can either get a life coach or if it's a chronic anxiety, then you can get a clinical um, therapist to help. I'm Adewade Dejumo, and this is the Happy Like Buddha podcast. I would love to connect with you on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, you can find me at Adewale Adejumo. On Instagram, at Wale Adejumo. And on Twitter, at Wale Adejumo. If you enjoyed that episode, please subscribe to the Happy Like Buddha podcast so that you do not miss new episodes we will release. And I will see you on our next episode.